Well, hey kids, this is the Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm the Preacher. My name's Trevor. I'm the Piano Man. Whoa, Trevor, really not hearing anything at all in the background. Where where are you? It sounds kind of calm. What do you mean? I'm literally right across the table. From, we're looking at each other. I'm in the studio. Oh, wow. You, you Did you just sit down? Where, have you been there the whole time? Yeah. Um, Why are you in this, the studio you know, today? S- season two, we're going to be professional. I thought this would be the time I would, you know, make sure. No. Okay. Okay. I give up. I forgot the day it was a recording day and I didn't schedule any sort of vacation. <laughs> so, so wait, when on the recording days, you're purposely not in the studio. I get it. It just gives me those creative vibes that I need. But you know why I need those creative vibes? Why is that? Because on today's podcast, we're going to kick off season two. Wow. Tyler, you're going to tell us a really cool Bible story. Yep. I'm going to ask some questions just to make sure I understand. And yep. then we're going to make a little fun song at the very end. It's going to be amazing. Today's going to be a little bit of an extra long episode because we're going to have a game show and give away the most epic grand prize ever and the Bible story that we will be telling today in our first episode in the David season is about the craziest king you ever saw, Saul. See what I did there? Saul and Saul. Yeah, I get it. Let's let's just do it. Hit the theme song. Put down those yummy goldfish. Cause guess what? We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. It's the preacher and the piano man. Fun and now go hand in hand. And this time it will be grand. It's the preacher. Well, hello, studio audience, and welcome today to the Preacher and Piano Man Game Show. (laughs) Pretty cool. Uh, We decided, kids, uh, to spend millions of dollars over the last couple months between season and one, all proceeds from the first season, to build this amazing game show set in order to introduce to you what season two of the podcast is going to be about. Who's excited? Wow. Now, today, we have two special contestants on this game show who will be answering questions about the second season of the podcast. Whoever gets three questions correct first wins the grand prize, and it's the most epic grand prize ever. Let's meet our contestants real quick. First, to my left are the Minions. Can you say hi, Minions? Fantastic. Um, I have no idea what that means. Um, Also, our other contestant to my right is none other than the piano man himself, Trevor. Say hi, Trevor. Hi, Trevor. Okay. Um, Now, one more time. First to three answers wins the grand prize. And what's the grand prize, you ask? Well, you can either choose to have a lifetime supply of imitation crab or you can choose to have whatever is in my pocket right now. Get excited, y'all. There's a lot on the line. That said, let's begin. Question number one. Our vocabulary word for the season is 1st and 2nd Samuel. What is 1st and 2nd Samuel? 
Oh, this is easy. I got this. Yes, Trevor, go ahead. So imagine multiple Samuels run in a marathon and you would address the one that crossed the line first as first Samuel, the one that crossed second, second Samuel. And I imagine in this particular situation, hundreds of Samuels. So there were, we got tons of them out there. So basically it's a, it's a race of Samuels. Okay. In first and second Samuel. All right. Judges, will we accept that? Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's incorrect. Yes. Minions, go ahead. Judges, will, will we accept that? That is correct. First and second Samuel are the first two historical books in the Old Testament. Um, one story about the man, the myth, the legend, King David. These are the two books that all of season two will be based on. How in the world did the minions even know that? So, so wait a second. If First and Second Samuel are both books about David, then why isn't it just called First and Second David? That is a great point, judges. Will we accept that question, <laughs> Trevor? Because your question is so good, we're actually going to give you a point yes. for that. Yes, scores tied one to one because that's a great follow-up question. David is the main character, but Samuel the one who the books are named after is like this wise guy. This would basically be like calling the Harry Potter books first and second Dumbledore. Like, okay, he's important. He's the wise old guy who mentees, uh, mentors Harry, but we all know Harry's the main character. So it's the same with Samuel and David. Samuel's a big deal, but David is the guy. So this season, like we said, we're studying first and second Samuel. And the funny thing about these books is that they should be called first and second David because that's who they're about. Now, question number two. We just said that this season is about David. Minions, Trevor, whoever buzzes in first, tell me one thing from the Bible about David. Oh, easy dibs. All right, so David, uh, David Beckham, full name, great soccer player, played for Manchester United, could bend the ball like nobody else. They made a movie about it. Fantastic. Bend it like Beckham judges. Will we accept that? Oh, I'm sorry, Trevor. That's oh. incorrect. Oh, yes, minions, go ahead. <laughs> Judges, will we accept that? That is correct. The minions just said, okay, just to translate for you, that in this season, we will meet David, the teenage mutant ninja shepherd. Because not only does he watch sheep, but he kills lions and tigers and giants. Oh, my. We also get to meet David, the best friend. David, the outlaw on the run from the police. He almost gets hit with a spear once. Then he almost gets hit with a spear again. And then one time he sneaks up on a guy while he's using the bathroom and cuts off a piece of his shirt. Then he becomes king. Then he gets a special promise from God that his son's going to rule forever. Then he commits one of the worst sins ever. Then him and uh, one of his sons get in a war. And also, David's a singer-songwriter. So he probably wore beanies and had a mustache. So the minion said all of that in a single sentence? I think so. Question number three scores two to one here. The people of Israel agreed that David was the greatest king ever, ever, ever. But it wasn't because he was perfect. There was another thing that made him great. In fact, the Bible made him a nickname that tells us what it was that made David so great. The question is this. What was David's nickname? Ooh, 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 ooh. Is it K? 
captain of the Flying Dutchman, Davy Jones. He's the one, he's got the locker. Judges, will we accept that? I'm sorry, that's, that's incorrect, Trevor. Uh, yes, minions, go ahead. Judges, will we accept that one? That is correct. And oh, that's David's nickname was the man after God's own heart. Great job, minions. He was remembered as being great because he was always after God's heart, always wanting to show God love, always wanting to make God proud and worship him. And that's three in a row. It's a clean sweep. Trevor, I'm sorry, but congrats to the minions. Time to claim your prize. Minions, do you want a lifetime supply of imitation crab? epic or do you want whatever is in my pocket oh that's very that's so generous trevor the minions have decided that they don't want either prize you you get to choose oh so, wow so what do you oh, want really lifetime nice of su- them. supply of imitation crab or whatever well, is in my pocket? i'm no fool you know a lifetime supply of imitation crab is pretty amazing but there could be anything in your pocket, like a lifetime supply of imitation crab. I'm going to go with what's in your pocket. Trevor, I have good news for you. It's a lifetime supply of imitation yes! crab right here in my yes! pocket. Amazing. I have no idea how I fit all that imitation crab in these pockets, but I did wear my cargo shorts today. Now, man, that was fun. That was fun. Trevor, what did you think about our first game show ever? Honestly, I feel like I got to um, be a little bit embarrassed because of my knowledge, but I had a great time. Yeah, well, the the minions, they're tough to beat. They are. They're smart. um, Now that we've introduced 1st and 2nd Samuel and, and, you know, the season coming up, I want to tell our first Bible story of the season. Okay? So when 1st and 2nd Samuel begins, God's people had never had a king before because God was their king. They didn't need one. Uh, but they had leaders like Samuel that they would call judges. And judges would rise up and they would lead whenever God's people really needed a leader. Um, you know, they would sometimes be a prophet or they would sometimes be a general or even a priest when God's people needed to worship. Um, and Samuel was actually really, really good at this. But Samuel had one big blind spot, his sons. See, as Samuel got older, he put his sons in charge of some really important stuff, but they were bad guys. And the people didn't like them. So the people came to Samuel and they told him that his sons were like the worst. So the people asked for a king instead of Samuel and his sons. And Samuel said that that was not going to make God happy, but Israel wanted a king anyways. Now, Trevor, this is a pretty epic turning point in the history of the people of Israel. So I thought maybe we should act this scene from 1 Samuel 8 out. Samuel, hi, it's us, uh, the people of Israel. And uh, I just we're just dropping in today to let you know that your sons are sus. They're very sus, and so we want a king, Samuel. Hi, people. I'm Samuel, and my sons can't be that bad. <laughs> Samuel, they're terrible. Look at them right now. 
Hey, we're Samsons, and while y'all are over there arguing, we're over here breaking your toys and eating your cookies and making cute little precious puppies cry. <laughs> Cause we're bad. Our favorite Disney princess is Ursula from Little Mermaid. Cause we're bad. <laughs> See, Samuel, <laughs> those those boys, they're bad. So give us a king. We want to be like all the other nations. But God says you should trust in him. If you have a king, he will make your sons fight in the army. Oh, that's, that's, that's quite bad. And the king will make your daughters slaves. Oh, bless. That's, that's terrible. And uh, he'll take away all your land and tax you a lot. Samuel, I think you need to eat some prunes later, and also that's really terrible as well. So, are you sure you want a king? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll still take a king, please. Thank you. We'll, we'll take it. Uh, what do you What do you think, people of Israel? You think we want a king? Yeah, we want a king. Yeah, we want I believe that we want kings. I believe that we want kings. We want kings. Okay, fine. You asked for it. That very well could could be a literal reenactment of how it went, kids. So, a king they got. And enter stage right. King Saul. See, I, I believe it or not, David was not the first king. He was the best king, not the first king. He was the second one after Saul. Now, Trev, with that in mind, I got a question for you. Um, if you were like Israel and you could ask God for anything, what would you ask him for? Easy. 10 to 12 mango habanero wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. That's a great choice, except I would go with Asian Zing. Um, now, uh, how about this? You know, I would love to get some feedback from some of our other normal guests to the podcast that just seem to live up here in the recording studio. So kids, I'm going to skip you on this one. And I'm going to ask the hamster if he would weigh in. Ha hamster, hamster, are you in here anywhere? Hey, there you are, buddy. Hamster, buddy, if you could ask God for anything, what would you ask him for? Well, hey, kids, me the hamster. And I love that you called me up here to answer this question, Tyler. So if I could ask God for anything, I'd ask him for a 12-pack of energy drink because I just don't think I got enough energy. I just like to run, 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 run. In fact, sometimes I run out of time so you know what I'd ask him for, really? I'd ask him for an extra hour of the day. 25 hours instead of 24 hours. So I like to run, 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 and then go poop in the corner of my cage, and then run, run, run on the hamster wheel, run, 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 then go drink some water in the corner, then run, 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 oh, hope, sorry, I'm running out of time here. I got an appointment with my friend the duck at Chipotle, and I'll see you later. Bye! Whoa. Love that guy. I don't think he needs 12 energy drinks, though. No, probably not. Now, I'm I'm actually going to do something a we've never done before. I'm going to ask... Uh, our friend with the scary voice who sits right over there in the corner, all spooky like in the shadows Ooh. to actually, hey, s sir, I, we would, scary voice guy, we would love to know from you, if you could ask God for anything, what would you ask him for? Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm just going to clear the air. My name is Gary. Not that scary, okay? Just Gary. Uh, but anyways, I would probably ask for some cough drops. My voice has hurt for a very long time now. Oh, wow. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Scary Gary, that we... I shouldn't, I shouldn't... I'm sorry. That was... I shouldn't even have said that. I'm so sorry. Just normal just, Gary. Just Gary. Just Gary. Yeah. yeah. Normal Gary. Um, 
And I think we'll probably could bring some some cough drops for you next time. All right. Now, those are all interesting questions, um, but Israel didn't ask for that. They asked for a king. Now, it was Samuel's job to then go find the king for God. So God led him to Saul, and Saul was a great choice at first as king. Now, Trevor, do you know what made Saul such a great choice? Uh, so I feel like I've read this before. Wasn't it that he always, when he would go grocery shopping, he would take his royal cart and like park it in the cart section and not just leave it in one of the parking spots? That's possible. One of the great tests of character that God gives us in life, but it's not what the Bible says. Um, the Bible actually says it was because he was humble and obedient to God. That's what made him a great king. Like when God led Saul to Samuel and Samuel was like, dude, God says you're going to be the first king ever, 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 uh, ever. Saul couldn't believe it. In fact, 1 Samuel 9, 21 says that Saul replied, I'm only from the tribe of Benjamin, the smallest tribe in Israel. And my family's the least important of all the families of that tribe. Why are you talking like this to me? You see, basically Saul was saying, I'm not good enough to be king. That should be someone super smart or strong or brave. If I'm the king, then I'm really gonna need God's help. And God loves that sort of attitude. That attitude, the attitude that says, man, I'm gonna need God's help to get through this. I'm gonna need help, God's help all the time. It's what God wants to see in all of us. That we would call this humility. And because of Saul's humility, God blessed him at first as king. He got victories over his enemies. He prospered the land. But then um, after he put some winds under his belt, he got kind of cocky. And he stopped obeying God. Now, this leads me to our second vocabulary word of the show. It's the word obedience. And kids, obedience is God's love language. He loves to see obedience in us. Now, Trevor, let me ask you a question. What's your love language? Salty, soft pretzels. Dipped in some nacho cheese. Feet propped up in the back seat of somebody in front of me at a baseball game. Actually, I don't even... I don't even need the baseball game. Just give me the soft pretzel and the cheese. That's actually a really great answer. I would probably go brat dog with... Nacho cheese and a soft pretzel? No, with peppers and onions. Oh, okay. But but the baseball game, I would like to keep that. Good answer, man. Now, that's not God's love language. Obedience is God's love language. Um, but I think your love language, it's, it's almost as awesome as obedience. Now, kids, if you want to love God, it's nice to say it, but he'd rather you show it by doing what he says. And the good news is, is that God's way is the best way. So if you obey him, it'll lead to the best life possible. Now, Israel, though, didn't obey him. They were disobedient when they decided they wanted a king instead of God. And Saul was disobedient as well when he decided that he was gonna rule his own way rather than God's way. So two things happened to Saul because of that. First, he lost his mind. Like literally, the Bible says that after he stopped obeying God, a spirit began to torment him. Now, Trevor, do you know what a tormenting spirit is? Is it kind of like the ghost of Christmas future from the Christmas story when it's like, hey, look at all the things that you're doing right now. It's going to lead to this path. Ah, ha, ha. Like poke and prod with like a metal rod. I mean, that, that sounds kind of close. I'm, maybe it could be something close to that. We can't actually totally be sure what it was, but Bible scholars tend to believe that uh, Saul was either suffering from like major anxiety or it was an actual spiritual attack from an evil spirit. And I personally think it was probably the latter. So, Trevor, another question. What do you think made this spirit 
so annoying. Probably so- talking over people. That's probably what he was doing. Super, super annoying. Yes. And I would agree with that. Um, and kids, how about I kick it over to you? Kids, what do you think made this spirit so annoying and agitating? Well, he was probably the kid who would walk up to you on the hallway and hit you right in the arm and give you a dead arm. Yeah, or he probably talked about his Minecraft worlds all the time and gave away too many details. Or he was probably always trying to say the same thing as Saul so he could jinx him. Double jinx. Triple jinx. <laughs> or he probably had a really great opportunity for Saul to make $600 more a month in take-home income. Just DM him and he will tell you more about it. Yeah, or he probably told a lot of dad jokes. Yeah, or he probably was super into juice cleanses and he liked to count his macros and he told you about it after every meal while you're eating a pretzel with nacho cheese right next to him. Um, not really sure what's wrong with counting your macros. I kind of take that personally, kid. But anyways, now, yes, that, okay, that was, that was the first thing. He, he lost his mind. Now, here's the second thing that happened because Saul disobeyed God. And it's just as bad. He lost his place. As king, God had had enough. So he rejected Saul as king. And guess what? He decided that there would be a new king. And the next king was none other than David, which we will tell you all about in the upcoming episodes this season. Now, on that note, Trev, that's all we got today. You think you got an awesome song for the kids? I think so. All right. Well, you got 30 seconds. Let me review with the kids real quick. Kids, thanks for listening today. Your vocab words today were... First and Second Samuel. These are the two books, one story about the man, the myth, and the legend, David. Your second vocab word was obedience. And don't forget, kids, obedience is God's love language. And it's also basically your life language because when we live life God's way, it's always the best way. Your memory verse today is, uh, is a description of the di- uh, difference between David and Saul. Paul preaches it this way in Acts 13.22. He said, God removed Saul from king and replaced him with David, a man about whom God said, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He'll do everything I want him to do. Pretty cool. Now your prayer assignment today is simple. I want you and your parents to tell God how you are gonna love him today. It's a really simple prayer, kids. I just want you to repeat after me. I want you to say, God, I am a kid after your heart. So today I will love you by, and then fill in the blank. You, your mom, your dad, whoever you're with, I want you to just tell God how you're gonna love him today. All right, now, last thing, kids. Our secret word, the first word of season two for the first phrase of season two. Trev, what's the secret word? The first word for season two, episode one, for the secret phrase is baboon. Baboon it is. Let's hear the song. Gather round, kids. You want to follow God. Well, here's the ingredients. You've got a cup of flour, and you sprinkle in obedience. Add a tablespoon of humility and stir till it cools. When you've got that down, well, now you've got to stew. Obedience and humility can both be tough to master. If you lack either of them, it's a recipe for disaster. You can't do this yourself. You're gonna need some help. 
even Saul and David's food got bad ratings on Yelp. You need to ask for help from God, the head chef, if you will. If you follow his advice, your food will be a thrill. Step one, follow him. Step two, do not stray. If you heed from all his words, you'll make a nice souffle. Bye-bye.